I have that exact same gut instinct that Jesus was saying, okay, well, it's go time. American Ninja Warrior, make the call. And it kind of made me nervous, like, well, wait a second. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable just watching it and, and saying I could do it. Hey, welcome to the Kindling Fire. My name is Troy Mangum. St. Ignatius said, The glory of God is man fully alive. Jesus said, It is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. This podcast is here to bring God glory through you becoming fully alive and you bearing much fruit or having powerful results in your life. I believe you can use your unique gifts and talents to change the world. If you listen to this show and read our blogs, you will be inspired to take your own journey of faith to become a man or woman who is fully alive, making an impact in the world around you. I interview people that I think are awesome that are doing that today to inspire and to challenge you, you can do the same. Let's get rolling. Hey, welcome to part two of the conversation. If you haven't listened to part one, go back and check it out and then tune into this one. So with everything that you had going on, uh, I mean, God was clearly blessing you. You were being blessed to be a blessing and you were blessing other people. You had another interesting twist to your story actually this year um you ended up on american ninja warrior like mm-hmm. how did that happen you know it, it was another crazy crazy story that you follow god and you never know what's going to happen i've been a big fan of american ninja warrior the whole family is actually we love to watch that show as a family and for years now, I've watched, and it's really easy to sit on the couch and go and talk to the TV and say, oh, man, I bet I could do that. That, that looks like easy. No big deal. And so this year in October, I had that exact same gut instinct that Jesus was saying, okay, well, it's go time. American Ninja Warrior, make the call. And it kind of made me nervous, like, well, wait a second, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable just watching it and, and saying I could do it. Now, I don't know if I can actually do it. So you're telling me that I need to apply? I kind of got uh, a little nervous about it, but totally through prayer, felt like Jesus was saying, no, no, I've got this for you. Um, call Barbara, your Shark Tank partner, and let's do this. So I called Barbara, and... She laughed and she said, it'd be perfect. Uh, let me call a producer. And same story. Next thing I know, I'm on, on the phone with the producers. And uh, they did say, we love your story. We'd love to have you. But if you're not able to do a couple of obstacles, there's no way that we're going to have you on the show. That just doesn't make sense. Now, thankfully, I've got an athletic background. I am 45 years old, so I'm probably 20 years older than most of the young kids that are on the show. I have zero training for this, but I'm in good shape. Uh, I'm definitely not in ninja shape. But they kind of told me, here's what's needed for the submission video, and send it in, and and we'll see. We'll go from there. And I sent it in, and uh, lo and behold, the main casting director said, you made me cry. I love it. Um, I think think we're going to see this happen. You, you won't know for sure until you get the call, but I think this 
and I got the call and uh, went to compete in Oklahoma City, and that was filmed in mid-April. Obviously, I'm not able to share any results. Um, all I can say is hopefully your listeners will want to watch because I think, I think a really good story is going to come out of this. What is the do you a lot of the American Ninja Warriors they have like nicknames? Do you have like a name? That was one thing that I was talking with the producers about and they said, No, 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 we don't we don't want the names, everyone has a name, it's totally generic, we're we're totally over it. And so that actually fit me good because I really don't like Yeah, the um, yeah the glitz and the glamour. I just wanna do my thing, I just wanna yeah get out there and, and compete. So uh, they, they did want Tragedy to Triumph. They loved that slogan. And so that's what's on my shirt. As yeah. I eat. So, so I, so I got to ask, the way you describe it is the, the Lord provoking you to do it. Was he calling out something that you desired or was he putting you in a situation like how did... I'm trying to understand if you know what I'm saying, like the Lord's initiating yeah. you into something. Yeah, maybe I don't know that I want that or deep down I want that, but I can't tell myself honestly I do. You know, like give me a little more on that. Yeah, that is such a good question. And it's something I love talking about. I'm so unbelievably passionate about this. And I call it the the entire secret to success. And it's Psalm 37.4. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will grant you the desire of your heart. So I want to unpack that a little bit. And you can also find it in various other places in Scripture. Um, off the top of my head, Matthew 6.33, um, Proverbs 10.24 says something very similar, as does Psalm 145.19 and Psalm 21, verse 1 and 2. These verses are all saying if I'm to paraphrase, it's saying, prioritize me. God is saying, prioritize me, and I will give you exactly what you want. Because I have put those desires in your heart. So if you go after me with all that you've got, just let me blow your mind. And that's what I've seen in my life time and time again, Troy. And when I started to understand this, which I would say is probably about a decade ago, my, my focus has been going after God with all that I've got and failing plenty. Trust me, I'm, I've blown it so many times in so many different ways. But God's not stressed out about that. He's not worried about it at all. Uh, what he's wanting is for us to go after him with as genuine of a heart as we can. And what his word says is, I will grant you the desires of my heart. So Shark Tank, perfect example, totally a desire of my heart that came to pass. I, I love business. I love what we do. And I get to live this dream life. And I'm not going after business. I'm going after God. But he gives me things, gives my family things that we love, that lights us on fire. Because it's not about the business or the money or any little portion of celebrity that we've had, it's about him and watching him do amazing things. And with American Ninja Warrior, it's just another, another case 
of this happening. I, I didn't honestly know how big of a desire it was until I started really training for the show. And man, when I started training, I was just coming alive and loving it. Uh, and these are fly fishing is another example. I didn't know at all that I liked to fish, number one. I mean, I had been bait casting for bass, never did anything for me. Well, in 2011, I'm, I'm going to a retreat to learn more about God, and it's in Colorado in the mountains. Ended up going camping by a river. My brother-in-law and sister camped with us, and I had a couple of buddies. And my brother-in-law has been fly fishing for over 50 years. Oh, wow. He started when he was six. So he's an absolute master. And we were camping beside this creek, and he said, I'm going to go fish. Does anyone want to come with me? And my instinct was, no, not really. Don't really. I don't really like to fish. I mean, it's not bad, but I'd rather just hang out. Well, everyone wanted to go, and so I didn't want to be the only person that didn't go. And so I went along. And I get in the river, and number one, my senses are alive, and I'm just enjoying the beauty and the sounds and the smells. And then I watch my brother-in-law start flying. It's so artistic. It, it just it captured me. And so there's this little intrigue. And before I knew it, he just put the rod in my hand and he said, okay, Rick, here's what you need to do. Let me coach you a little bit. Here's how you cast, but you do it. And so I, I started trying to do it, and it's, it's not something that you can pick up super easy. But um, I was able to cast kind of good in, in kind of the right area, and my brother-in-law was just encouraging me. Oh, man, that was a great cast. Good job. I can't believe you didn't get a fish. But, you know, hit this spot up here. And I did, and I caught a fish. It's just little bitty brown trout, probably <laughs> five inches big. But when I caught that fish, something in my heart just sprung to life. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I really like this. And that's actually my favorite thing to do on the planet. Um, we've been blessed with a property that we live in Colorado a portion of the year by really phenomenal rivers. And so I get to fly fish quite a bit now. And I didn't know that that desire was even there, but God did. And because I was going after him, he gave me that gift. And when I do get to fly fish, it's, you know, typically with me or one other buddy. But I'm out in beauty. I'm just chatting with God. I'm thanking him for his beauty. I'm hearing him. And, oh, gosh, it's just so incredible. And I, story, I could give you so many stories like this, but answer your question desires are very important to god yeah there's a scripture that i've been meditating on um and i'm i'm probably going to misquote it a little bit but it says that he grants you the desire of your heart that your youth is renewed like the eagles mm -hmm. and and there is this sense with the lord and walking with the lord that those desires the, the lord wants to fulfill those desires with himself first and foremost yep. Because nothing else satisfies. And I've had a lot of desires fulfilled, and everything's amazing, but nothing is as amazing as God. But yep. to, the bonus is with God 
He wants to even give you even more. Even more. Yeah, he's just <laughs> he's, saying, hey, let's go do this together. Like, yeah. he loves it. Yeah. He's, he's so unbelievably playful. People forget that he created this unbelievable planet for us. It's an enormous playground with great white sharks and thunderstorms and desert deserts and rainforests with all of these crazy-looking animals. I mean, he is so unbelievably playful. And I think he loves when we're going after him, for him to say, hey, I got some for Troy. You're going to like this. Follow me on this one. Mm. I think he loves that. So, it, Rick, it has been a joy to have you on. And if you could leave, leave uh, the listeners with anything, is there anything else you'd like to just just kind of encourage them with? You know, I, I would go to our story and, and say that I understand pain. We all do. We're all heartbroken. Um, and we need healing in massive ways. We need to get our heart back because if you don't have your heart back, then you're never going to live to the calling that you have. You'll, you'll never find your purpose if you don't have your heart. Mm. And Jesus said in Psalm 60, or excuse me, in Isaiah 61 and in Luke 4, here's why I have come. I have come to heal your broken heart and set you free. Yeah. But he's really serious about healing us. And we all have that in common. Every single one of us on this planet, something has broken our heart. What I want to just leave everyone with is that pain can lead you to beauty. Mm. And it, it sounds like a complete paradox because there's a dichotomy with it. Like how can pain lead to something good? But if you do what John Edwards told me, don't waste your pain. Use it to fuel you to do something good, then watch out. Um, use that pain that, that you have out there, whoever's listening, and allow God in, allow him to work, allow him to show you where he was in it and what he has for you, because it can be the greatest source of you coming alive and helping others because you've lived that pain and people understand pain, they resonate with it. They say, yeah, I get it, I'm hurting. Like, how, how did you get out? How did you succeed? How did you triumph out of that? And what I wanna tell people is you can, you can yeah. triumph. Yeah, and, and, and you and I were talking before the show is that, you know, I really believe that everyone is a walking sermon that God is trying to preach yep. to the world. And I love that Part of that sermon for you is that is that triumph, yeah. is that tragedy does not have to have the last say, nope. and 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 for those that have suffered great tragedy, God with God, that does not have to be the final chapter. Nope. Um, but it is a choice. It is very much it a is choice. an absolute choice because you can choose to be a victim, or you can choose to be a victor. Yeah, yeah, amen. To clear that we are more than overcomers. Mm. But it's a choice. You can choose to be overcome by the tragedy, or you can choose to overcome. Mm. So it, it's it's the beauty that God gives us um, to make choices. We our decisions are very important. Mm. If people think that 
you know, life doesn't really matter, I'm not really doing anything. That's not true at all. I mean, we can, we all have the ability to make choices and decisions that can do tremendous things that can leave a legacy behind us. And I, I do want to say one other thing, because uh, I think this is really, really important. Um, what do you want on your epitaph? That's a question that I was asked by a, a very wise person. And we've done, we've done well in business. We've been tremendously blessed. And there is the before I came to Jesus, which is a pretty ugly story in my life and in most people's. And there's the after. And I think before, before Jesus really got a hold of me, my epitaph would have said something like, he did really well in business, he made a lot of money, but at the cost of his family and those he loved. Hmm. Like his family wouldn't have known him, his kids wouldn't have known him, his wife wouldn't have known him, but he was successful. And if that were on my epitaph, it would be the biggest tragedy of my life. It would be so hard. And I think by asking that question, what do you want on your epitaph, I've meditated on that, thought about that quite a bit. And what I really want for me personally, and I, I encourage everyone listening to think about that question because um, it's really important. But what I want at the end of the day, Troy, is on my epitaph said he loved well. That's it. If I can accomplish that in my life, if I can love my life, my wife well, if I can love my kids well, if I can love those around me that God's called me to walk with well, if I can love those that I work with well, if I can love those that are turds to me, that do hateful things, if I can love them, then that's success. Mm. Man, that's a great place to end. I would encourage all the listeners to check out this season of American Ninja Warrior, and you will see Rick. And uh, the the company that you and your wife uh, co-run, what's the website for that? It is graceandlace.com. You can also find us on Instagram, at graceandlaceco. Uh, you can follow me and my story brand new to Instagram, by the way, uh, <laughs> at Rick Hennant. That's at R-I-C-K-H-I-N-N-A-N-T. Uh, for Instagram, if I hit a button and do something I shouldn't have, then just give me grace because I don't have a clue what I'm doing on social media. But <laughs> I'm trying to do one, and hopefully um, through time I'll, I'll craft a little bit of a story that will help people as well to find their path because that, that's a huge passion of mine is, to direct people to the Jeremiah 6.16 path because there is a way. Yeah, amen, amen. Thank you so much for coming on, Rick. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want more information on The Kindling Fire, go to our website, thekindlingfire.com. There you can learn how you can join the Fire Starters. That is a community that I'm sending free e-courses, Bible devotionals. We're doing special challenges to really help you guys move towards the dreams that God has placed in you. I'm also on Instagram at The Kindling Fire. And as always, be awesome.